0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Code of Conduct.
1: Code. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. This is the Code of Conduct code of with the conduct. King podcast. I am your host, J. Spencer King and I am back for a special edition of the Code of Conduct Live because I have a very special guest joining me shortly. We have the Buffalo Bills former fifth-round draft pick. I think he was one of Rex Ryan's favorites. <laughs> I know he was one of mine that year. Uh, his rookie year, we got my man Carlos Williams going to be coming in to join us pretty soon here. Up, oh, Let's get this on off the screen. What's going on, everybody? I hope everything is going well. I hope everybody is doing good it's been a minute for me since I've done the code of conduct live. So I'm, I've been missing y'all. I've been having a little itch. Um, And, and today uh, Carlos and I had a little conversation. He has some things going on that he kind of wants to wants to get out there. And then, you know, kind of just wanted to have some, have some time to talk to him and and get some things going. So before he comes in though, before he stops in, I just kind of want to update on everything. Um, Obviously Joe and I did the hump day hotline this past Wednesday. That thing is that train is rolling it's not train wreck sports we're not going to keep going but that train is rolling we're going to keep that thing going uh we got a lot of stuff coming up on the code of conduct uh actually starting this this week coming up i got nick geary uh joining me from wgr um then the following week i have marcel first of all if you're not following marcel as a bills fan after um you know we we've had some times where bills fans in particular weren't everybody wasn't happy (laughs) with the way everything was going as far as um, the way the beat reporter for ESPN was doing it. I personally, I kind of like Mike Rodak, but I know, uh, you know, some people don't quite like him that much. So, um, but yeah, so I got, I got Marcel coming on, man. That's going to be big stuff. And then I have some news coming. I'm not going to make the announcement quite yet because I had to reschedule some things. So I have three or four people that just got to get some schedules going on, but it's a big summer coming up because you know how it goes in june july is really really slow not much to talk about so i'm trying to bring some people to y'all that y'all want to listen to that y'all want to talk to get some interaction going with uh so i'm going to uh, reach out to my man carlos real quick let him know that we're live here he's going to be jumping in, in any second if y'all in the chat let's let's chat it up real quick we're just going to be waiting on my man carlos for a hot second here um but what are y'all thinking about about the uh the schedule i know joe kind of wanted to go over the schedule i don't want to do like a whole schedule teaser real quick because I don't think I'm gonna have enough time because I know he's hopping right in. But I'm I'm going with I'm going with 13 and four. Um I, I got yelled at by a couple people about that 13 and four pick because you know everybody you know obviously we love Josh this year. We love um digs and we love everything that the offense is doing. We think that the defense is going to improve but the thing about it um I just think that 17 first of all 16 games you know it is still a long season. And when you add an additional game to that it's not like basketball where um, you know, these guys are conditioned to play 82, 83 or 82 games plus the playoffs. You know, um, in the NFL it's 16 games for a reason. I remember watching an interview a while back and Thurman Thomas actually was, was speaking to it. And he said, no, you know, what? it feels like I was in a car accident every week after I got done playing football. So, you know, when you're th- talking about extra game, one extra game over the course of somebody's career, how many years is that going to take off somebody's career with the extra hits they're going to take? How many, um, you know, just, I have the concern about the additional reps. I know that most people will say, Hey, as a fan, hell yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Extra football, extra games. Yes. I'm with you a hundred percent. But I also would like Josh Allen to play for a long time. I would like for Stefan Diggs to be in Buffalo for a long time. Um, Whoever else that you're thinking about on the team that that might be one of your favorites, I want those guys to be around for a long time. So, um, I'm actually curious to see how the Buffalo Bills are going to handle maintaining, you know, reps. Last season, the Buffalo Bills did a phenomenal job with um, keeping the, especially the defensive line, keeping the line fresh. They were rotating guys in and out. Um, so, I'm hoping, obviously, with the 17th game being added, that's something that the Bills can actually be a step of ahead of the curve with, because we were actually doing you know we were doing that prior to having an additional game and having to um you know having to catch up on it so i think that it's a very very important thing that that our coaching staff has already done that can help us for this season so i'm looking forward to it but i still think 13 and 4 for this year is a good prediction i don't want to go too, i don't, you know i don't want to be a homer and be like yo we going we going 16 and 1 out this piece i don't see it i don't see it but uh with with no further ado Oh, wait, we got some people in here. Let me say what's up to my man, Dave. I look like Paul George. Don't say that, man. Paul George, he he was uh, I, I saw on Twitter today. They was calling him pandemic P again because he was shooting air balls and, and hitting the backboard and whatnot. So don't don't do that to me. Uh, My man what's going on. Got my family in here. Hey, do me a favor. Everybody, everybody go and follow my man, Liam. Go and follow my man, David. We got some some people in here jumping now. It's time, though. I don't want to waste no more time. I'm going to bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring in my special guest, the man of the evening, Mr. Carlos Williams Sr., because that man is a daddy now. What's going on, man?
0: How you doing? How you doing? Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time to have me on tonight.
1: Oh, man, thank you for, uh, you know, for taking the time to do it. I know um, life goes on. So I understand that you probably have things happening around you. And uh, so before we get started on on any other additional questions, the the main reason why I I pulled you on here tonight is because I noticed that you were, um, you were posting some things about a raffle and you were raising some money for a very good cause and you were doing some things. So I wanted to first just give that platform and we'll we'll say it again before you get off so that way they can hear it really good but why don't you take a chance and go ahead and just let everybody know what you're doing
0: um i decided to step back from football um i got reinstated in 2018 and it's been kind of a journey to get back into the nfl um some other professional football guys had some other opportunities that i wish i would have had but um had opportunity to sign with uh, the cfl with toronto on two different contracts Uh, Due to the pandemic, um, the timing is just the time lapse from timing to work and not being able to work. Um, I chose to take my knowledge in the game of football and train young kids. Um, This past week, I've had probably seven, eight kids, a couple college kids from FAM, a couple linebackers from Florida State while I'm in town. Um, Just giving back knowledge that I've been able to capture over the years of football in my life. Um, The little nuggets I've got from my time in Pittsburgh and my time in Buffalo from those two coaching staffs. There's a lot of great coaches on those two coaching staff, so it's a lot of nuggets to drop um, that I picked up in the drop on these younger cats as I'm getting ready, as I train them and get those guys ready for spring football, summer camps, um, upcoming fall camp. You know, that's my job, making sure guys are ready to go compete for a job. Now, um, just be able to give people the knowledge that they may not get from their school or may not get from a coach or somebody they're around or a parent, because sometimes parents just don't know they don't know. Um, So I have that knowledge. I've been one of the most sought after recruits in the country. Um, I was drafted. Thank the Lord for that. Um, I've been able to play at a high level, not long, but a high level, exceptionally high level. Um, It's just been a real blessing. So I decided to be able to give that back to others that that want a chance to do what I've done before.
1: Well, speaking of, of high level, let's talk about that for a quick second, because you, you really did do it at a high level. I don't know if you um got a chance to see the video I posted on Twitter earlier, yeah. but I, I did like a little little video for you uh, for the show tonight. And man, I was just going through those and, and, and it brought back good memories. I was actually living in Indianapolis that year. And I remember like being so excited because you and Shady, I mean, like, d- dude, just the way things it was, it was just like, yo we really going to have the best Russian attack awesome. for the next it, three, it four really, years. It,
0: it was really awesome. It, people don't, people don't understand that shady is a different kind of pro. Um, uh, he's exceptional at what he does and that's what yeah. he does. And outside of that, you know, I never been around that kind of talent, that kind of professional like that. Hey man, that, that's, that's just, that's just not what I am. Know what I'm saying that's just not me. I'll do it. I'm a pro and I'll get better at it. But, Hey yo, Los, you go get that. You know, like no I'm yeah. saying Rook, go get that. Hey, Rook, get those touches. Hey, Rook, go get the ball. And that's something that I really did love. I went to Pittsburgh. I got to be around Le'Veon. And Le'Veon's yeah. a different animal. Like Le'Veon yeah. got the ball 92% of the time. Like he took 90, not, I think 93% of the snaps one game, and D Will took a couple kneel downs. So I mean, like, it's just I went from sharing the ball, and a lot of people was like, You didn't get the ball a lot, but in that offense, you had Robert Woods, you had Marquise Good—I mean Goodwin. I mean, you had uh, who 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 else we had? We had Percy Harvin at the time. Yeah. You had, you had to share the ball with so many people. You had Sammy had to share the ball with Clay O'Leary. You had to share the ball with and Me you and know David. what?
1: If if you talk, I mean, look at your quarterback at the time mm-hmm. too. Tyrod was a weapon himself, and so it wasn't to like it. he was just a thrower. And he yeah. Had to
0: touch it, And he had to touch it, and a lot of times on design passes, hey man, go and take five or seven. You know what I'm saying? Give, themself, give them something else to look at. Give them something else to game plan for. Obviously, you're going to do that watching film, but live in the game, let's make them adjust to a look that they'll never get again, and that's something that we had. Man, that offense was talented, man. That offense was special. Um, Jerome Felton. I've never been around a full – I had great fullbacks at Florida State, but Felton was a real pro. Hey, bro, I'm yeah. fullback on roster. Like, understand that. Like, think about what, what what what's going on. I'm the only fullback on the roster that's a real pro like he did his job. He, I mean, he held it down. I scored many a touchdowns following him. Appreciate yeah. him. But, um, <laughs> that whole, that whole offense was just magical, man. That defense was magical. Uh, one of my favorite people from that team was Jerry, Jerry Hughes, Jerry carried himself with such like a chip on the shoulder. Like I can't get enough. Like I, I I need more. I need more. And then when the game wasn't going, right. Referees better watch out because everybody <laughs> he, he, he's at everybody's neck. Um, he was really, really exciting to be around. I mean, he made you want to go to work every single day because his attitude and approach to the game was: I want to get better, I want to be great, and I want to make everybody else around me great. And when he stepped out there, that's what you—that's that what you got out of Jerry.
1: Let me ask you this, boss, because I, I really like—you know—I've talked to a couple guys that's played on the, on that that year's team, but um, from your perspective, because you were drafted that year. Um, how was the plan for Rex, man? Because I give honest, now I'm going to be honest with you. I give Rex a tough time. I do. Because as a, as a Bills fan, like my entire life, I feel like he he came in with a certain type of promise, you know, like the way he was amping us. Mm-hmm. And, and the way it turned out, I put it on him because of the defensive performance. I feel like it changed way too much from what the identity of the defense was. I'm asking you as a player who played with him, who was drafted by him, what was it like in that locker room? And, and, and you know, how do you feel about Rex as the we coach? Were lit.
0: Rex is lit. Don't get me wrong. Rex is, Rex is, he is what you would call a player's coach. And that's not, a, that, a lot of people are like, oh, it's bad. It's not bad, especially when you got veterans that play their tail off. Like, you had veterans really, really play hard for him. Like, you had Lorenzo Alexander come onto the roster, wasn't he supposed to make yep. it pro bowler. Like, that's because of Rex. Rex knew what he had on his roster. He knew how to make older guys play for him. It was making them accountable off the field.
1: OK, um, like I said, I get—I only give him that hard time because because I was ex- the expectations that he came in with.
0: I, I would say even for me, though, I mean, I got to a place where I was performing and I wanted things. think I went. I mean, I probably shouldn't have. But me, me being Carlos, who I am, I've never not worked hard and not reaped the benefits of working hard. I've got nine, seven carries a game. Not nine, every nine touches I was going to touchdown. Can I start a game? Get, let, right. let, let, let me get a couple. and Let me see how I come out in the first quarter getting touches. So let me wait until the middle of the second or the third. I get it. I understand I'm a rookie. You're paying this guy more than me. But at the same time, you guys want production. And so mm. I, even I myself became un, unaccountable off the field, as you can see. I mean, i just going to be honest. I mean, I felt like at my – I, I, I guarantee I wasn't the only person that was like, well, this ain't going the way it should be. The film, The Eye in the Sky Don't Lie. Okay, I'm just gonna do me. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right. So
0: it holding that I mean we had fines that were in week thirteen that, that had got accounted for in week three and two. Like, so I mean it's just little stuff like that. But overall coaching staff, I mean that coaching staff was amazing. The coaching staff was we were we were built to be, go beyond eight and eight. We yeah. were. We had injuries at the bad time. I mean, I missed yeah. four weeks of football. I mean, we should have beat Kansas City in Kansas City. I mean, just little little stuff like that people don't give Rex enough credit for what he did and what he was left with. Okay. I mean, like you got to think about the roster he was left with. Nobody expected Rex to go in there and compete as well as we did. Nobody expected that. Nobody expected Rex to have a rookie break it in for a rookie record. Nobody expected that. Nobody expected Tyron to be that successful, have no more rushing attack in NFL. Nobody expected that.
1: He, now, you know he, That's very true. He, he that's said, very those true. Things.
0: he said, we're going to run the ball efficiently. We're going to put it down people's throats. Anthony Lynn, Greg Roman and Rex were all known for what? Running power and downhill style. We did that.
1: Mm-hmm. We had guys No, you're off right. The
0: street. Michael Gil- Mike Gillis came off the street.
1: Touchdown Mike.
0: Touchdown Mike. <laughs> so yes. what I'm saying is, though, like, we give Rex a hard time. I do, too, because I love Rex. Like, Rex is one of my favorite people. My, my head equipment got through Florida State, Darren Kearns, who just retired, used to call Rex every time I came in town to see him. And we used to talk to Rex <laughs> like 20, 30 minutes on the phone. Speakerphone, no mute, no, just talk, just, just, just talk a Los. How you doing? You staying in shape? You getting right? How the kids doing? I mean, we really like. He's a real human being. Like people bust on him because him and Rob get into it. That's a real human being. He's a person. He has emotions and feelings. So you got to people got to take away the coach and the person. The coach is going to get judged hard because he has to run an organization with a bunch of grown men who have lives on and off the field. But Mm -hmm. the person he's gets judged for being a coach and for being the person at the same time. It's not always entirely fair.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, Well, as a person, I think he's phenomenal. Like, you know, when I, I don't I don't watch ESPN often anymore just because of the like when he's on, I'm I'm in Phoenix now, so it's a time mm-hmm. difference. And but but when I used to watch Rex, I mean he's hilarious. I love Rex. Mm-hmm. I was just disappointed as a fan with him coming in as the coach. Yes. Um, but you actually said something there that kind of, you know, it made my intendance go like, wait a minute. Um, you kind of was like what what he was left that kind of sounded like you weren't kind of on the side thinking that the roster was the best roster that could have been I'm presented keep, I'm, to Virginia. I'm going to keep
0: it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck. Okay. We're talking about holding people accountable, right? Accountability. Mm-hmm. How many guys were suspended the year before 2015? You had your all-star was suspended for, for, first first game of the season. The year prior to being suspended, the year I got there. And then the year after I got there, when I got suspended for the first time, he was suspended again. So what, he was, what was he left with? Unaccountable people already. And I'm not. I'm not gonna knock Marcel because Marcel a good dude, great, great pro, great athlete, great mm-hmm. D tackle. I love playing with him. But we're talking about the little nuances that people don't get. That that people don't they put on the player, they put on the coach. Like he got to be accountable. I had to be accountable. I was what 23. Right. Like come on. Like you get what I'm saying. Like you got it's it, it, it's it's a lot of little. Like he got left with some people that wasn't held accountable. So how can he make them accountable? It's a habit gotcha. they formed with another grown man. And what, how are you going to make a grown man break a habit? He has to want to break that habit. He has to want to change that. I got suspended for smoking weed. I got reinstated in 2018. I was sober for two years, clean for two years. I never had another chance to play. But I did it because I wanted to. I made a choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Los is a pothead. Loss is fat. Loss is this. Loss was all those things. I never denied any of those things. I was all those things. But I wanted to make a change. Toronto wouldn't assign me if I, if, if I wasn't in shape to play. Not right. twice not two times. People wouldn't send their kids to come train with me if I wasn't in shape or I presented myself as a trainer. So, I right. mean, people put a lot of those pressures on the coach because they are the head. They are the figure they control. They have the yay the and nay. but the guy has to be accountable as well. The guy has to be able to say, I want to do this, right? I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it by the book and do it how they want to do it. And then see if it's, if it's successful that way, It's one thing. If it's not, there's something that' need to change but you can't go in there and just hand a guy a team that where guys were unaccountable like not accountable already and then say well it's coach's fault this guy wasn't doing the right thing before he got there it's not his
1: fault that's you know what that's a that's an interesting like it's it's a it's a different perspective because normally and I, I'll be honest with you I, I I'm one of the guys that would be like no nah, man Rex ryan's locker rooms in general mm-hmm. you know don't have the discipline it wasn't there in New York you know he got I, I, punched I the, you know but but now once you put it that way, and, and I'm talking specifically about the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And so yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Let's yes. switch gears because I don't want to – oh, go ahead and, I don't, it's just, go ahead it's and finish. Just, it's hard
0: center. because a lot of people are like, man, man, it's so – like coaches, they switch. People are – a lot of fans, people are like, coaches changed off because he's not a good coach, not a good coach there. What about the nucleus of the team? Mm-hmm. What about that guy? Like, is he a cancer? Is, is he a good character guy? Like, Matthew Slater is one of my favorite pros. One of you, like, you've never seen him in the headlines, but he's been, been with the Patriots forever. He's been a pro bowler. He stays mm-hmm. low-key, plays a number of special teams. Love that guy. You want guys like him on your roster. Like, you want Colt Beasley. Like, the roster that Buffalo has right now, you want those. Got blue-collar guys that don't care about numbers, don't care about none of that. I care about Ws. Like, mm-hmm. you see Steph, watch the team celebrate, and just sit there and like, damn, that's me. Yeah. I'm missing that. That's supposed to be me. You want that? Like I, I prefer my gotta to, to miss my post game speech. What was yeah. you doing, son? I was watching them celebrate. Uh, I should, I got, I should have been out there with you. I get that. I feel it. I should have been out there with you.
1: You know what? That. Like, that hunger that. that you mentioned, the hunger that you're talking about with Steph, man, it's the thing that has me excited for this season coming up. So, mm-hmm. so let's let's switch gears real quick. Like I said, I'm not gonna keep you long. I know it's I know it's nighttime. And it's not, and everything's man, it's the talk weekend. To me. We're going to ride. All right, we're going to party because we're gonna, we going to let the folk talk, too, for a second. But but uh, let's, let's talk excited for a little bit, man. Um, we got Devin Singletary. We got Zach Moss. We uh, got Matt Breida. Um, Christian Wade on our international players program. And um, we got my man Antonio Williams as well that, that got some reps last year in, in, during the season. Uh, how do you feel about the stable of running backs that we currently have on the Buffalo Bills?
0: They're young. They're young. They have to take time to develop. Um, you don't got to have a front leader. You don't have a front runner, which is awesome. No front mm-hmm. runner, which is awesome. Um, you would think it would be Matt Breida coming in from San Francisco to Miami and having that, you know, top-end speed, great explosiveness. You would think he'd be the front runner, but Matt Breida reminds me a lot of Miles Gaskins they have down in Miami now. He's third down okay. back, a lot of screens, outside zone. He's not going to run trap power. He's not running inside zone downhill. He's an outside runner. Um I get that um, Moss Singletary. You busting downhill seven eight yards of carry if they get a good push up front. I mean you have a good a good front five. I mean I like them. I like the way they worked last year. Um, I think the, I want to say you guys added Bobby Hart. Did
1: you guys, you know add what? Bobby Hart? I, I feel like Bobby Hart is a name that I recall, but I'm not. I don't yes I want to say yes because I don't want to be wrong. Um, I feel like I'm with you because I remember but, seeing um, his name, but I don't want to be I think wrong. you
0: guys, I think you guys have a good nucleus on offense. You guys are coming back. You got a young receiver, 13, who's coming back. Gabe, I like him. Yep, um, Davis, yep, Davis, I like him. Um, I think that, I that to, to be overly successful, what I'm talking about 14, 15 wins, you got a 1,000-yard rusher, 700-yard rusher, more than 20-plus touchdowns on the ground. Just, and just, not to cut I'm, you off, I'm,
1: you're right. We did, we did add Bobby Hart. I just looked okay. it up.
0: What, what what I mean? You guys have a good offensive line to get that job done. Everybody knows. Everybody knows seventeen can throw the ball. Everybody knows he gonna sling it. Everybody knows him and fourteen are gonna make magic. They are gonna make stuff happen. He's gonna move in the pocket. He's gonna make runs with his feet. He's gonna he's, he's gonna be dynamic. We know that. But twenty six and twenty, they have to produce more. They have to produce more. With Cam and New England running the ball more efficiently now, because Cam's going to run the ball, that means the clock's going to take time off. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you now, the, the Jets, they're throwing it. They're air it. They got a quarterback at number two that likes to throw the ball. They're throwing it. And Miami, they're getting ready to throw it. They got speed. They want to throw it. To dominate this conference, you got to run. You got to control the clock. Keep those two young quarterbacks off the field and, and Cam on the sideline. Run the clock. Run the ball. I mean, you got a great nucleus of receivers. I mean, you got one of the best in the game. You got one of the biggest arms in the game. So throwing the ball is not a question. Your your run game is the biggest question. Can you guys have a thousand yard rusher? Can you have a seven hundred yard rusher? Can pass score twenty touchdowns on the ground? Can you do that? Can those guys be consistent? Can they be a great one two punch? Who's gonna emerge?
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you have Breida. Breida's gonna want touches. Yeah. I mean yeah, he wants touches. And those two guys <laughs> got drafted to Buffalo, they're gonna want those, they they deserve those touches. I've been right. here, I'm putting the time. We almost got there. I've been here for the work. I got hurt. I, I mean, I'm that I re- you're gonna feel that hey, I deserve these touches. But you got guys coming in to come to take your job. So I read I I'm me, I want to see who emerges as the number one guy who takes the number two spot because the number two guy gets a lot of touches. Whether people think so or not, those touches are very, very. They're, they're game plan. They're putting situational football. The number two guy is going to be very, very key. And the guy that doesn't get the touches, where he fits on special teams, is he a special teams monster? Does does he say like Booby for, for with us? When I was with there with yeah. Shady and, and me and Shady was getting touches, Booby went to teams. Booby yeah. sometimes didn't even come to the to the running back meeting because he was going over special teams. He was a monster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was. He was a he was a real deal monster. So I mean, I loved
1: Booby and Buffalo, and, man. And
0: and that is and 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 that's the breakdown. Who's going to emerge as your number one? Who's going to be that guy to set itself apart in a very young room? Who's going to be the number two guy? Because he's a situational running back. He's going to get those critical carries when he needs to. Those third and shorts. Those those fourth down conversions when you need them. Who's in the game? Who's that guy? And the third guy? Are you gonna Are you gonna be selfless and space and play special teams? So you can stay on the roster, to stay a part of this good nucleus, to stay a part of a championship organization. That's, what, I mean, to me, that's what that running back room really has to do. Be very selfless. Somebody has to emerge, and somebody has to be like, you know what, if y'all two are getting touches, I want to be a part of this, I'll play special teams.
1: Well, so so with that statement that you're making there, in your estimation, with knowing what you know about the three guys mm-hmm. and and others that we have sprinkled in, who, who, who do you think will rise to that challenge and actually – take that lead role in this room. I, want I, I, I would like for it to be, I was about to say, I would like for it to be Singletary. I
0: want, I want Singletary. I would like Singletary to be the guy. I watched him play. Um, I watched him play down at FAU. Uh, 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 he, he's explosive. He's the protocol, typical size back. He's not super tall. He's not short. He great legs, great build upper body. I mean, great, great speed, not over speed. He's not straight line speed guy. He can make moves open field. Um, I like his one-on-one battle ability. I like his catching mm-hmm. out the backfield. I want to see him develop and finish and runs. Mm-hmm. Now, Moss, Moss will finish a run. He's a pun, he'll punish you. He's more like he got, I mean, he reminds me of attitude of young Frank Gore. If I'm gonna get tackled, I'm gonna make sure I get tackled. You know what I'm saying? Um he does have some wiggle ability, but Brita, Brita's scary because six inches of daylight, like Garrett says you say six inches of daylight, but it's all I need. And that's all he needs, 23 miles, 22, 23 miles Now hour he hit the other year when he was in San Fran. I mean, that's that's scary. So um, it, anybody could, but I want Singletary too. I think Singletary has the best all around. He's the best all around back. He gives you everything, pass protection. I think he's the best out of three. Um, I think downhill running, I think he's the best out of three. Receiver, he might be the second best of Brita because, Brita, I mean, being an open field, right. he had to do a lot of that being out in San Fran. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see Singletary rise. I want to see him finish runs. Um, I, at the top-end speed he had to work on over time, but finishing runs and making punishing people knowing you when you're going to get tackled. Like, if I'm going to get tackled, I might as well let you know I'm going to get tackled. I might as well just give it to you right now. Like, I remember getting tackled against Sean Lee when I played against the Cowboys my rookie year. And I was like, oh, I'm going to run out of bounds. And he was grabbing me, running me out of bounds. I'm like, well, get ready to go for the ride. I just mushed him into the ground. <laughs> just because. He got up and you could hear him, oh, uh, getting, getting the getting uh, the mean the turf out of his face but it's just I set the tone. He didn't tackle mm-hmm. me the same he didn't approach me the same it was different. I remember um it was Rashad Jones my, my rookie year I almost broke against Miami for the second time and I broke up the middle. He literally ran to the side and slid on the turf like a baseball side and grabbed my ankles <laughs> and I, I mean I ran I ran through him one time. He was like I'm not doing that again. It's not yeah. worth it. No the risk for uh, reward is not there. So,
1: yeah, but I don't. He think learned that the hard
0: thing. way. <laughs> I mean, Moss is talented too, though. Like I said, Moss is talented, man. He has some wiggle to him. He's a punisher. I like the way he runs downhill. But Singletary, Singletary is the best back in the group, in my opinion. I think he has the overall and pass pro. I watched him do pass pro. Brita, he that's not that's not he's not a fan of it. I think Moss can get stronger in it. I think his short arms, his stature, is it works against him. I think Singletary fits right in that mold of what Buffalo wants as an every down back.
1: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm, I'm with you when it comes to Singletary. I want Singletary to step up and cause like, so the his rookie year when we lost against Houston in the playoffs, mm-hmm. we saw some stuff that game that made me say like, yo, Devin going to be nice for a mm-hmm. long time. So like, you know, that's what made me excited. So, and I think for most of the fan base, I think that game yes. is what made us say, okay, we 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 ready now. We got that running game. Josh is here now. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And then last year just didn't quite. You know, it just didn't quite line up. I mean, injuries. We wanted to...
0: You you got injuries, and then you got young. I mean, I want everybody to listen to this. Your rookies play the most football out of anybody. Mm-hmm. A lot of football from 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 your spring through the summer through camp through bowl season all the way until you get done in January and then you got to go train for the combine or pro day. And then you got to go to rookie mini camp. Then you got to go OTAs. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go to mini camp. Then you got to go to camp and you got to play all 17 weeks. <laughs> like that's a long season. And then as a rookie, you're like hope we go to the playoffs. I want to win to Super bowl. That's another right. what four or five weeks of football. Like, so it's, it's, it's very, very strange. I could say the injury bug does happen. The wear and tear of your body is the most you ever had, the most you probably ever have because you're literally beating it up constantly because you want to you be know at what? the best.
1: Not to cut you off, I don't know if you heard it when you, when you first jumped in. At the top of this, I was talking about how I was actually concerned. And, and I know a lot of fans are going to love the extra game. You know, there's 17 games now. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, so I get it. Trust me, I'll enjoy having another Sunday of football. But the thing is, when you're thinking about long term, you're thinking about the injuries you're talking about, all this stuff. Football is not like basketball and baseball. Like, those guys are, are you can play 82 games plus the playoffs because the hits aren't the same. No, you know now granted they're high athletes i'm not i'm not at all taking anything away from them but they're not getting hit by no, like 250 pound grown men who can run a four or five you know they just they aren't is this so, so.
0: lebron james being 6 8 and 260 i get it he's a bit guy to throw an elbow but i'm getting thrown elbows every 30
1: seconds every 30 seconds As like, a running back, and, and, and you're getting them from everywhere
0: Yeah, I tell people, do you really want to play running back? Because it's not what you think it is. Like, don't get me wrong. There's two sides of it. There's the one side where, when the ball hikes and it's given to you, you're the only man with with the ball. Right. You're the only show. Like, you are the camera. But there's also 11 people chasing the one man with the ball. And And they're also on the bottom. If they happen to catch that (laughs) one man with the ball, it's a problem. So it's it's, it's, it's very, very bittersweet. Very, very bittersweet. But it's just a lot of football that people play. And there's no way – yeah, I, it's, it's just different. I mean, those 17 weeks – and then also you got to go through camp. And don't let people fool you. People do bang during camp. If you in Pittsburgh, you're definitely hitting in pads in camp. My brother has been a witness to that. Hey, man, we're going full pads <laughs> for week. Whoa, that's ridiculous. I've never seen that. But as far as the bumping every single game, no. I mean, the, turf and hardwood, there's a big difference. But at the end of the day, you're not hitting it like that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you're built to hit the hardwood it's the reason why we wear shoulder pads and helmets right Because we're running yeah. full speed like you ever i, I wonder if like i want somebody to hit lebron james from a kick return like let me get a free hit on the kick return see how that feel real quick because it's it's, it's yes it's exciting but if somebody catch you the right way they can really you can be hurt so it's, it's yeah I, I feel you it's a very very big difference
1: well that, that was my concern but th- and see now i love talking to you too because like you you're you got energy so i love talking to you man And you, you just brought up pittsburgh now mm-hmm. which brought me to something else because i asked you about rex I'm a huge Mike Tomlin fan and, and I'm not, I can't, not, I can't say this too often because on Twitter, they actually clown me. Sometimes people keep saying, I sound like him. Wow. I don't think I do. They always be like your voice. Hey. You got this. You sound like Mike. Tomlin. Come on, Carla. Don't do that. Though.
0: Hey, listen, <laughs> don't do that. Hey, listen. Mike T is he, he, he is, he's, he's really what changed my mindset on the business side of what football is. Okay. because in buffalo it was fun it was the childhood dream it was you know you living it like oh my god i get the i'm nfl I'm, I'm living it yeah pittsburgh hey it's nine to five get your ass up go to work like yeah. hey clock in out. go eat your lunch eat your tea sandwich get back on the line like still meal hard working hard nose that's what that like that's what pittsburgh really truly is that's what buffalo has turned into like the real Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, like Bruce, real blue collar, hardworking guys. We don't care about the fancy uniforms. We don't care about. We wear this blue. We wear this 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 Buffalo. We we don't care. We are who we are. We're up here in Western New York, small New York. We care about winning football games, and that's what McDermott has brought there. That's what Pittsburgh all about. If you ain't talk about winning, you ain't talk about football. <clears throat> you ain't talking about lifting weights. Get out the building. Hmm. That's it. Wow. And people get on Tomlin's head for not winning and doing all this extra. There's underlying reasons for, for why their success is kind of stopped at the, at, at the moment. But Tomlin does a very good job of letting people know where they're staying in the organization. Hey, you're on practice squad. I will take your helmet. There's plenty of guys on the street that would love to come in here and get some free food and wear a jersey. <laughs> Do the same thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lowe's, you're down pound and a half this week. I need three. Or you're going to mm-hmm. be on the street. I got, I got here like two days ago. What are you talking about? Like, hey, you're going to be on the street if you're not down three this week. Man. So, hey, I mean, when Antonio Brown got fined by the league for the video on Facebook, hey, Antonio Brown, in front of everybody, 25K, conduct detrimental to the team. I need that.
1: Yes, right. sir. It, it was no – You know was, what? Mike strikes me like that kind of guy, though. Like, he he's he's the kind of dude that, like, I feel like, you know – Actually, he reminds me a lot of my uncle. My uncle is one of those dudes, Is he's very matter-of-factly. It's mm-hmm. like, nah, bro, run me that. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just very simple, very simple. When
0: you go on the football field, he's, been, he's, hey, work day, put your work hat on. Put your work hat on. Like, it's not, a it's, it's hey, this is a, I get it. I love the dream and, oh, I'm happy for you get drafted and all that. Hey, when you walk inside this building, you better put your ticket and you better clock at 9 a.m. You better put your stamp in there. Because don't come in here and waste time. I will take your helmet, I will give it to somebody else. And and that's how they operate. And they love to operate within-house. I don't like really going to find guys off the street. So if I finally go off the street, he's rookie year and he's been here five, four or five years, I'll send him to another practice squad to gain him back and put him at the roster same week. Mm-hmm. Cause I need him. Like I'll move pieces to make sure this guy, you no, know, I mean, this is just a real, real professional organization. Um, when I got there, I mean it was different from Buffalo. I'm not talking about Buffalo. I'm talking about Buffalo. When I got there in 16, when Rex was still um, right. in Buffalo, this is night and day, completely night and day from, from me being in Buffalo, from me being a Pittsburgh organization was ran different um, from the top to the bottom. I mean, I can't even say the top, but from the GM down, it was completely different. Kevin Colbert, professional, professional. Like I knew where I was still with Kevin Colbert on a daily basis. Hey, Lois, You didn't,
1: you didn't get that same type of love from Whaley.
0: I hear a lot about how Whaley felt about me, but you never spoke to me like that. Me, you never was on that same page. Like, you ne- what's so crazy? Kevin Colbert would text my phone and talk to me. Call- hey, Carlos, how you doing? Like, Carlos, you need to go play in AAF. Carlos, her- Colbert was literally wanting me to go play in other leagues to get back into the league. Like, he was okay. like, hey, we just want to see you play, Lowe's. Go play. Like, I never got that from Whaley. So, people tell me, Whaley loved you, Lowe's. Whaley got rid of Fred for you. You, you never banged my line. Me and you could have right. talked about some. Re- you know, it's funny when I was in Buffalo, a lot of stuff happened, and I could have talked some real stuff to my GM, like, you know what I'm saying, to my player personnel person. I could have really let people know what was going on and why I made some choices I made, but I right. never got the communication. I never talked to my head coach, I never talked to my GM, I never talked to my president, I never talked to none of those players, I never talked to that. I was dealing with stuff on my own. So, me and Whaley, we I never, I only had bad blood the day I got released. Okay. The, the, the day and how I was released probably irked me more than anything. So I didn't get to practice when I first short training camp because I was overweight. Cool. Well, cool. I worked out every day at 4 a.m. Never practice Twice a day, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. More,
0: more cardio than anything. I got down to 234. I, I, I was at 232 at the combine. 234. Week two preseason, I forgot who we played. I'm getting dressed. I'm in my warm-up. I'm about to go outside and warm-up. Hey Los, go over to the clubhouse. Where you want to talk to you? Cool. What's up? So I, my whole thing was you knew once I stepped on the field, you could not release me. Once me that had produced how I produced last year had stepped on the field and I started to perform the same way, you couldn't release me. Mm-hmm. There was no way that you could say, Man, despite what all we dealt with this offseason, this kid still ran the football. This kid still playing at a, at, high, at a high level. You couldn't have got rid of me. There's no way possible. There's for, so there was never explanation of why I was released. Y'all kept Reggie.
1: So, okay, so you, you were released when you actually got back down to what You were only two pounds heavier than what you were at the combine.
0: Yeah. When I, when I got back to play, I had missed, like, the first two or three weeks of camp.
1: Right, I, I remember well the misconception, and I don't. Well, I don't. So well, I'm no, I'm ahead. hearing now it's a misconception because the, the misconception in Buffalo, and I know we kind of had a back and forth with a fan on Twitter earlier, yeah. and and the the way people see you is like, yo, this dude just he got his girl pregnant, he got you know he was eating with his girl, got uh, overweight,
0: bro. See, bro, this is why I put it this way. I didn't understand how off really worked, time frame wise. Being mm-hmm. a kid, my fr- my first year out of the league, I was getting ready to have a kid. I was trying. I was focused on a lot of different things, not focused on just football at the same time. Like football's always been like it's football. I'm gonna take care of football. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like when I got to camp, when I got when I got to mini camp, I performed. Nobody said Lowe's didn't perform. Nobody said right. Lowe's had bad practice. Nobody said Lowe's couldn't lift. Lowe's couldn't run. Y'all were just mad at Lowe's didn't look how you wanted him to look. Okay, I'll take that. But when I stepped inside those right lines, no you no mas, that. no missing blocks, no drop balls, no fumbles, no negative rushing yards, no none of that. So my point is, why did you release me? Mm. That's my biggest question. You never hit my line, never told me. You asked me was football um a privilege or I, something like that. I said obviously it's a privilege to play this game. Like you know you work hard all your life to play this game. That's what I've been doing. Well you use you're using resources that other people could be using. I, I looked at him. I was like. I simply said, I said, okay, got up. What? It's nothing for me to say to you. Is it anything? Nothing for me to say to you because you can't sit here and tell me why you're releasing me. I knew that day you could. That's why we had bad beat because you didn't tell me why you released me. Okay. You, you, you didn't let, you even let me perform. It wasn't like wow. I did not perform to you the year before. I didn't put up numbers the year before on limited touches, unlimited catches.
1: Right. It wasn't
0: like I hadn't proven that. You know what? With a little bit of time, give him some time and let's see if he's worth it cool i, I got mean, none of that i got none of that but wow. y'all kept but y'all kept a y'all kept a running back who i love i'm a big fan of shady y'all kept him two years in a row and didn't rush for over a thousand when i was there and then was mike was there he didn't rush for a thousand chapter we left y'all i mean i'm just i'm i'm going here i'm talking about numbers yes yeah, right, 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 right. No, great for it i love him but we talking about numbers you didn't let me Re- Re- reggie had negative one rushing yards in the season yeah. Y'all kept him for what? He gets, the, a, rough I, he gets but, a rough and He gets a rough and buffalo. But I'm saying though, no, like I love, I'm a I'm a big bro. When Reggie Bush was getting signed, me and James Water was like
1: oh yeah, no, it's Reggie Bush. Like yeah, like,
0: bro, like, like Reggie, like this is like you're talking about like hot like Reggie Bush, like the original cutback. This is Reggie. Yeah. And he get in there, and you be like, bro, this this is this is wild.
1: Let me ask you this about that, it. man. Like, so in practice and all that, like what did he look the way he looked on the field? <laughs> Reggie Bush is Reggie Bush, but it's not Reggie Bush. Right. I get, like, So I okay. just don't get why they even okay. uh, allowed him to ha- be, because some, some, oh, go, Everybody's ahead, go, ahead, here. go ahead. Everybody's here, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. on the clock, right?
0: Okay. I love Shady. I'm one of the biggest fans. I, I literally used to pick his brain all the time, right? How many Super Bowls Shady won past two years? Two. How many he played in? None. Stop playing with me, man. Think about this. I'm a realist. People get at me. People get at Los because how I played. Every time I touched the ball, every time I was on the field, Los produced. Somebody tell me I didn't. And we'll argue all night. No, I mean, still, rookie I'll year, 5.6 yards to carry. I'll still I'll stay on your live feed all night. And argue. Every time Carlos stepped on the field, he always produced. He's never been on the field and not produced. So why haven't not another, another chance to play? That that's the crazy part.
1: So oh, are you okay. still active? I know like so you, you talked about at the beginning that you're doing um you're yeah, giving back now, so yeah. I mean if if an opportunity were to present itself, would you would you take that chance so so you you're ready.
0: Bangma, listen, I've been reinstated since 18.
1: okay I am
0: 228 pounds. I'm the smallest I've been since I've been in college.
1: man yeah.
0: like I got ready to go play in Toronto. people keep keep forgetting that. I really got ready to play. God gave me another chance to go play. I was gone. Me and my wife were getting ready to move my kids, everything to Toronto. I was calling James Wilder. I was calling all my boys. I played his college. Wilder. Hey, how is it? How is it up there in the CFL? Oh, it's straight. Yeah. Toronto, a cool city. Your family's going to love it. I had friends in Buffalo. Tracy Miller, my homegirl in Buffalo, was like, yeah, hey, Lose, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, hey, what can we do? Because you want to play ball. Let's help you get across the border. Let's do this. Like, how can we? Help? Like, I, had, I got real support getting ready to go play ball. Yeah. Pandemic hit. I can't waste no more time waiting on them. But if somebody hit my line, you guarantee, man, I believe I'm. I will say this, it's a lot of people in the NFL getting paid to carry the football that don't deserve it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot and of from what paid- I know, and from what I know, man, I can't speak for, again, I, I, didn't, I didn't follow you heavily when you went to, to Pittsburgh. I'll be honest, because mm-hmm. I'm a Bills fan. Your rookie year in Buffalo, mm-hmm. 5.6 yards per carry, doing what you did. The video that I posted, I was able to, I got a refresher.
0: I, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. What's up? What 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 pick did Todd Gurley go in the twenty fifteen draft?
1: What, don't, don't do this what about pick, Todd. What, 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 no, because I'm not on I'm not a good Todd fan, so don't listen, do this with me, what, with what, Todd. What, what, pick,
0: what pick did Melvin Gordon? What pick did Flash Gordon go in twenty fifteen?
1: They all went over you. How,
0: how many how many touchdowns Melvin Gordon scored twenty <laughs> fifteen? Tell me how many he man. Is Melvin Gordon still in L A. Top no, top top girl is still in LA. No, I'm gonna tell y'all gonna tell y'all some crazy. You gotta watch how you watch how systems work. The the big big these big name backs that come off the board. Don't get me wrong, a lot of them are worth it. One of them, Christian McCaffrey, he's worth. He's been worth every penny since he's been there. Name another first round back that's starting right now.
1: Elliot. and he ain't um. He ain't performing up to <laughs> Okay. Okay,
0: you got Elliott. You got Elliot. You got Christian McCaffrey. I'll wait.
1: Um, well now Cook, we got we got, we got a we got Diamond a rookie Cooks coming second in. Rounder. Okay. second rounder. We we got a rookie coming in this oh, year. J- J- you got Jacob.
0: Jacobs mm-hmm. out in uh Oakland.
1: Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um Saquon that kid in Kansas, didn't they take him at the end of the first last year? Is he a um, starter? he was the starter last year wasn't he
0: i thought no way he D- D- will, D- will sat out you right so you got five yeah. you got five five first round picks there are starters in the nfl we are a dying breed it's not a, it's not about being the best back it's not about being you know that first round back anymore i don't care about being the first round back i was happy i got taken the film I'm straight with that i ain't got no pressure Mm-hmm. When I went to camp, I was a fifth back on roster. I didn't expect to make it. Right. I had number right. 40. I had number 4. Come on, dog. This is a fullback. I had number 40 on my back. I was not expecting. I was not. <laughs> okay, I'm cool. I'm going to go to Buffalo. It's been cool. You know what I'm saying? Home with an original wing. I'm going to buy, Probably get cut by the week or two. I'm going to the crib and no, all fine. No, I'm fine. No, I got lucky, man. People got injured on like whims. Like it was crazy. I got super, super lucky. But running back position. You don't see too many first round back starters in the NFL no more. You see the guys getting drafted in the fourth round, fifth round, sixth well, yeah. round, undrafted it, guys. Those
1: guys it's are becoming crazy. it's becoming that GM language too, though. Like it's it's rare now. Because, like, so for instance, in Buffalo, man, I was one of the guys, me, Marcel, uh, there, there were a couple guys that were like, Yo, we want to draft the kid out of Clemson. Like, like everybody yeah. wanted Travis team Like, I wanted Travis bad, like bad. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't fall to us at 30. But why? I, I feel that um, the, uh, the electricity that he brings, the type of the game-changing speed, you know, like there's things that he brings okay. to the game that I thought.
0: Okay, let's do this. Etn played in what conference?
1: ACC. That's, it's ACC, right? A very I'm not spread, a, guy. A, very spread right? a very spread conference. Very spread
0: conference. You play with one of the most dominant teams you probably ever play on. True. You New know how fast here. NFL is. Speed counts for this much. The last real fast running back was Chris Johnson. That's the last real fast running back. If you watch Chris Johnson highlight tape, there's two or three runs on the same team in the same game. There's not many, that's not running backs like that. So speed to me, to be honest with you, I'm big and fast. Watch my highlight tape. Brent Grimes, if we would have had a couple more yards, he would have caught me more than one time when I broke Uh. into Miami. So speed (laughs) counts to me very little. Now, where he impresses me at is his vision in between the guards. Mm-hmm. not a big guy. He's not overly big. He has great size in his legs, his calves, his lower body is amazing. He has good upper body speed, like his stiff arm. But his vision in between the guards is what I like. What scares me is his durability. Because when Demar, when Demario Davis hit me for the first time on Thursday night when I played against the Jets, I thought my, my – my, whole body was going to break. I thought my <laughs> bones were breaking. Like, he'd be super hard. So I want to see his durability. Has he had a lot of injuries at Clemson? No. But the NFL is a different breed. Like I say, he's a running back. He's going to play a lot of snaps. Like, he's going to play I'm a lot th- of snaps.
1: Now, obviously, first, I, I'm, I, res- I respect you tremendously. First, A, because you're a grown man. B, you played in the NFL, so you have experience I don't have. But I'm going to tell you, I had C.J. Spiller on here about, like, three weeks ago. Or actually, it was the week of the draft. And, and obviously, he's his coach. But mm-hmm. the way he hyped Travis up, you know, I don't know, man. I think I'm Travis is going to smack I'm him down there in Jacksonville. A,
0: I'm a fan, but I'm also biased. You got to understand. Okay. I'm a Dalvin Cook fan.
1: Ah, okay. I got, got you. Fan. I got you. Now I'm you Dalvin, just made it but, make sense. I got you.
0: But, um, but ET, like I said, ET, is, he can be special. My only thing is, is he going to be durable enough? That's just a lot of football. Like That's a lot of football. But the plus side of him being in Jacksonville, is that James Robinson is still there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has a year under his belt. He knows kind of like how the offense runs. It's a very young team, very young offense.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, It'd be it's exciting it's, to watch.
0: Yeah, every yeah, everybody's gonna be learning together, developing together. So, I mean, I think that that is a one-two punch. That's mm-hmm. a nice little one-two punch for the AFC South to see. I mean, they're gonna give they're gonna give Derrick Henry some competition and run the ball in Jacksonville. But I just I mean, I do I want to see a durability. It's a long season, man. It's 17 games, and you want to make the playoffs. You got a rookie quarterback, got to make yep. a lot. I mean, so that's a lot on your plate. And then for Trevor to be successful, they have to run the ball efficiently.
1: Have to. So, have to.
0: Th- like I said, there's just a lot on his plate. Pass protection is going to be different. Linebackers, defensive ends, those jacks, they stand up. That's not a defensive end, buddy. That is a linebacker. Matthew Judon does not put his hand in the ground. He rushes standing up. So does TJ Watt. Like yeah. you know, so, I mean, yeah. the game is just different. Even I had to adjust myself um when I first got there. But I hope he's successful. Man, Jacksonville deserves to have some good success. I mean, with AFC South being the way it is, it's been really shaken up in the past couple seasons. There's a lot of new faces in there. I I think Jacksonville can really surprise some people in that conference.
1: Okay. Well, I'm look I'm looking forward to, to all of it. Um, I'm actually one more question about football, and then we're gonna get to your announcement. I'm reading it. And I, I was just reading it again to refresh on it. But but let me ask you this. Since we did switch up off of the Buffalo Bills and we just started talking about running backs, is Dalvin Cook to you? Is that RB1 in the NFL?
0: Um, ooh man. Uh people probably will be mad at me when I say that. But um no. Um th- there's so many different backs in the league now. I mean If you want an all-purpose back, the best all-purpose back in the NFL right now, Alvin Kamara. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. My top three all-purpose backs. It'd be Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. What's up, baby girl? And I don't. I mean, it's that. That I mean, all-purpose is hard to find now. You got guys that's running downhill, or you got guys that's receivers. You don't. I mean, the offenses are now changing so much. But all-purpose, those are my two all-purpose backs. I mean, I would throw Le'Veon in there, but we got to see Le'Veon touch the ball again.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got to see what he does I'm going
0: to see Le'Veon get some decent carries, get more than two or three carries in the game. I'm going to see him get out the backfield and catch the ball again. But, yeah, those are my three all-purpose backs. I'll go, first, f- I'll go first. just to me how I'll go first Kamara, two, I'll go um, CMC, and then I'll go with Le'Veon.
1: It's trippy to me how fast Le'Veon's um and I don't want to say fell from grace because I don't think he that that would be a completely yeah. wrong way to put it. No, it's not. Well, I feel I, you feel like it's a fall from grace? Because I feel like he was still getting opportunities. I just feel like at the, the way so Le'Veon at the time of the, the season, season when he signed Pittsburgh. with
0: Le'Veon had been insane since he left Pittsburgh.
1: I figure it was a line. <laughs> like I just figured he ain't get the same type of line with New York. And then I figure when he went to when he went to Kansas City, first of all, New York. I don't put that on Bell. I don't think that coach that he had, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a player. You a player? You play in the NFL? I don't think anything Adam Gates touches is successful in any Listen, level.
0: I'm a I'm a real honest, real I'm a real person. I think he made a premature decision. Yeah, going go, <laughs> yeah. going to get some bread. And You in New York? Know what I'm saying? You with Jets? And I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it. You're right there, but at the same time, and you you knew the Jets
1: weren't winning nothing. Yeah.
0: I'm like, it's. I I look at the draft. I'm like, man, that team to draft. Y'all ain't finna win that this year, man. You still drafting like that? Now, like, the kid good, but you you drafting like that, and you need this. Like you're not gonna win that. So looking at the Jets, when he went to the Jets, they're not gonna win nothing. I just I just I want to see Le'Veon go to a team that's gonna fit him, and the mm-hmm. only team that's really gonna fit him, you are gonna need to go find Todd Haley, and you are gonna have to go back to Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you're gonna need the patient downhill running game. You going need to be able to go get in the slot, make space, get your one on ones. No offense, gonna get you. let like gonna find Andy Reid, but you're not the best guy in that in that backfield no more. It's just not gonna happen, man. It's just not gonna happen. So, yeah, um, he just have to find. He, has to find the right home. Um, leaving Pittsburgh is tough, man. Watch James Conner. It's gonna be tough leaving Pittsburgh, man. The, the offensive line is. Well, I get to see him out good.
1: here. I, I got season tickets, so I'm gonna get to see him it's every special. week.
0: Don't give me me, and, me, me and my brother went back and forth about James Conner. We, 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 but it is raw about James Collins. I am a fan. I played against him in college. He, I'm a fan. I mean, hometown hero being right there in Pitt. But was he good? They're every back on Buffalo's roster, I feel like is better than James Cox.
1: Yeah, Hard worker. I think so.
0: Hard worker? Yes. Dedicated? Yes. Does he do things right? Yes. Is he better pro than me? Yes. But was he good? No.
1: Now, I being, love how real you are, man. I do. I, do. I love and how real you listen, are.
0: Wonder why I'm like that? Because people, when I first got suspended, people pothead, people fat ass, people, people used to ride me out like a dog. I'm okay with who I am. Carlos Williams had a lot to go through and grow up on. I did that. I'm cool with me. So the people that talk about me, are you cool with you? Like you got? Are you comfortable with yourself? Are you comfortable within your skin? Because I'm good mm-hmm. in my skin. It's nothing you can say to me that's gonna offend me or hurt me. I've already been there. I've already done that. I did the crime. I did my time. So there's nothing that people can say to me. I just keep it a buck. Oh, you don't play no more. By choice at this point, I don't, like, if they call me, I go, I, let me go get a couple touches. Watch what I do with it. That'd be then. But for right now, my thing is developing kids, helping kids get to the level I got to. That's what it's all about. I mean, I got seven, eight kids now, a couple guys at FAMU, a couple guys at Florida State. Um, we meet on Mondays and Thursdays. Or when they call me, I want to get some work. And we get to work whether it's speed and conditioning, whether it's football specific, position specific, um, we get to work, man. That's what we do. Right out here at Godby High School here in Tallahassee, Florida, man, it's it's hot, it's summertime, heat about to hit us, and we, we get it in. I mean, it's, it's a good time, but also the guy seeing a guy that's been there before come back to a city where he played college football and then working you out just because, that's different. Mm-hmm. Like They're like, why are you doing it? Well, why are you working out? Because I want to make it. Well, that's why I'm training you because you want to make it. Like, yeah, I've been there. I've tasted it. When I was a little kid, my ultimate goal was to hopefully play in the NFL. I never said I long. I never said what, what I wanted to accomplish in the game. I, all I said was I told my mama and my two my brothers, "Hey, man, we'll make it to the NFL." Two of us yeah. made it from yeah. Polk County. Two of us made it from from Davenport, Florida. Two of us made. It. We're a, three. Only three of us in our high school in the history ever ever made it. Only four of us ever went D one. I feel like I'm good. I, I, yeah, I'm a kid from Polk County. I'm good. I I've hey. tied an NFL rookie record um, on on the biggest stage on Thursday night wearing Color Rush. I mean,
1: my audio man. was
0: caught live on camera, on live TV. I Bro, mean, I, you, done, you
1: you did legendary stuff from done, your hometown. I've, you a legend in your hometown, man.
0: I, I, I can be with you, my home, my man, my city loves me, and I love my city. And, that, I, and I that's that's Polk what it's County about. And Polk County loves me. I talked to my my high school coach now, uh, Chris Davidson. We talk probably two or three times a week. Just talk. Just like hit up, hit me up on Twitter. How's the team doing? I want you to come back, talk to the team. I'm actually going to um, I've been applying for a school board job in Polk County. I want to go yeah. back to my county where I can train the kids in my area. Um, it's a coach I trained with Baylon Trujillo. Um, he went to USF, he's a quarterback coach down in Central Florida, um, advanced quarterback training, but he has a lot of kids that are not quarterbacks in that area. And so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go down there, get with those kids and get with my high school coach, hopefully get a job at my high school and start coaching at my high school again. So be able to give back in the kids in the area, give them a familiar face and let them see somebody from where they're from. Same neighborhood, yeah. same streets they walk, same, same Walmart. They shop at. that they, they have an opportunity. And it's very possible to get out from where we're from. So, I mean, it's, it's been going good. My raffle closes, um, closes on Tuesday at eight 30. Um, it's a lot of tickets out there. Um, I was
1: to make that bigger. It's not big. So you might not be able to out listen there.
0: Um, it's going great, man. I want to thank everybody that has partaken in, in the raffle. Um, all the proceeds are going towards new equipment. Um, shout out to my son's godmom, Amy, shout out to Tracy. You guys have been amazing. I like you guys donated first two donations came from you guys. Um, they went straight to equipment, hit my front door. Um, thank everybody that has participated. I know a lot of people are excited to see who wins. Um, the, the, the Dallas Jersey. Also the wings and the private training session. I will be ready to bust y'all ass when I get to Buffalo. <laughs> let I, me I, let me
1: read it off. Let me read it off again just in case because we got some we still got a few people kicking it with us. Okay. So first place is a hand delivered. So so first of all, it's not even the fact that you're gonna get this jersey. <laughs> first of all, Carlos is coming to your door or wherever y'all gonna meet up, he's gonna hand deliver this game worn jersey that he was just talking about. The second place is one-on-one training session. Now, that's probably what I need, but I'm not going to ask you for it because I'm out of shape, man. It's it's bad. It's (laughs) it's real bad. Then we got the third place, dinner, and he's going to get some wings with y'all, man. So dinner and wings in Buffalo. I'm telling y'all now,
0: I'm I'm going to Gabriel's Gate. Okay. That's where I'm going.
1: That's your spot. Me
0: me and my wife, we love Gabriel's Gate. Like, man, the first time we went, man, let me get a 20-piece. I like flats. She like drums. That uh-huh. she 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 is the drum to my flat. And then oh. we got ranch, oh. <laughs> ranch with an order of fries. And I promise you, that was some of the best ranch we ever had. Those wings came out piping hot. Mm. Oh, went to Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar was fried hard. A mm. little smaller wing. Mm. Duff's Duff's got Duff's wings look like the size of a Sunny D bottle.
1: Yeah. Duff's wings are Duff's huge. Are juicy. Yeah, Duff's I mean,
0: literally, we sat when we figured out we were gonna go back. Um, come up for a visit. Um, which made me do the raffle Um, since I'm going to be back in the city. I love my fans in Buffalo. I love Buffalo. You have no idea. Me and my wife call Buffalo home. Yeah. We always talk about going home. When are we going to go home? When are we going to go home? I mean, I wasn't there long, but I really do love Orchard Park, man. I love going to Taffy's before it closes Mm -hmm. in the wintertime, going out there and get a nice ice cream, Um, going to Ted's and getting getting a foot-long dog. I used to do that all the time. Um, man, you sound like a local cat, man. Yeah, You're going to have I mean, to chill. I mean, you have no idea, man. Um, I used to go to this cheesesteak place in, um, in, in what's called during during Rookie Minicamp. I hit that like once a week. Jim's? Cheesesteak place. Um, What's it called? I can't remember what it was Jim's called. out. Boom, right there. My and, guy,
1: I already and, with you. I'm with you, man.
0: And ours, a <laughs> orchard was right across from. Um, it was right across from the Bank of America. I used to have to go. Yeah, to it's
1: right over there, off of, uh Is yeah. it Southwestern? It, it's uh-huh. not, I know exactly where it yeah, is. Yeah, hey, no, no, I'm
0: with you. No, it's crazy. I never got a chance to go to the um the summit they put in. Right behind the Galleria. It, yeah. Time they put it in. Me and my wife went one exactly. time, and the line was wrapped around the parking lot in the building behind it.
1: It was Dude, so you should saw how it was. You should have saw how it was when they got Chick-fil-A. Dude, Chick-fil-A was wrapped all the way down Walden, man. Like you couldn't even get, you couldn't get off or you couldn't get on the throughway. sometimes. It was crazy. Here in Tallahassee,
0: I do a podcast called Hear the Spear. And here in Tallahassee, we have Tennessee Street. On Tennessee Street, there's two Chick-fil-A's diagonal. Like you could throw a rock and hit the other building. Okay. They're owned by the same guy. The one Chick-fil-A got so busy that they had to build another one. That the one Chick-fil-A has two drive-throughs where they conveyor food over to the second drive-through,
1: dude.
0: And the second location's drive-through is is uh, it's probably a mile long. The drive-through itself is so long, but the the the, the drive-through window is not a window; it's a whole door. It's like a public's <laughs> receiving. Yeah, they open a the whole door and just hand you food. Like it's, it's that many people. Um, I'm telling you, they put something that, in that food. They put something. <laughs> I'm telling um, it's, it's man, Chick-fil-A got the secret, man. If that's the secret. People listen, so, if y'all got the money to put together, y'all better put it together Chick-fil-A and, yo, and a dunk and a Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Nah, Tim Hortons. We in Buffalo, man. We in Buffalo. Tim Hortons. But yo, I want to thank you so much for kicking it with me for this hour, man. This is this has been a pleasure for me. Uh first of all, can you can you throw your throw your podcast out there again?
0: Hey, I am a
1: part of Hear the Spear presented by Noel's Game Day. Y'all check
0: us out on Twitter. It's Noel Games Day. Hear the Spear. Y'all check us out on Instagram. Um also follow Logan. Follow my okay. boy Logan. Logan is um, he is he's the host of the show. He's the creator of the show. Um he is he's a great guy, man. He's a huge Noel fan. I've known him since he got before he got to Florida State. Um mm-hmm. when I was playing at Florida State. But um, y'all check us out. Y'all check us out. iTunes, Spotify, we're on all major streaming um outlets. Y'all check us out, please. Hear the spear presented by Noel Game Day.
1: All right. So I'm gonna make sure I post that one. Um, So obviously, this is live now tomorrow. I'm going to post this in the podcast form. So same thing like Carlos said, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, any platform that you find your podcast, you can find this tomorrow. So please, please, please go and find Carlos on Twitter. Find this guy Logan on Twitter. Follow follow the podcast, man. I'm gonna follow it and push it. I appreciate you coming on anytime. Is there anything else that you want to shout out real quick or say before we go off? I'm I'm gonna end this out now.
0: To all my Buffalo fans, I want to say thank you guys for the for for the endless and endless years of love. Um, a lot of you guys give me tough love. A lot of you guys give me a hard <laughs> time, but it's all love. I really do appreciate the love and support that city has given me and my family and my kids. I mean, I've never been to a place that that really has embraced me for who I am and my and my family, no matter what's been going on, no matter what I've been through. Other than that city, so to be able to come back and give away a jersey, sit down with some fans, eat some food, and 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 train. Hopefully, just not with somebody's kid, but a couple kids. I mean, I'm open yeah. to do it all. So um, it's, it's just, I, I really do love that city, and I can't wait to come home.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, my man Carlos Williams Sr. will be coming home very soon to, to do, I think he'll be there. It says June 28th through the yep. set, through uh, July 4th. So listen, get these tickets. They, they close this Tuesday. Get these tickets. It's closed. T- um, hey, listen,
0: man, it's a lot of tickets. Out there. It's, it's a lot of tickets. T- <laughs> I have all my emails. All them unread, so I can go through and I'm gonna put them in. I'm letting everybody get theirs in before I put them in the system. I don't want the system to bug a wig. All right. I'm trip. I'll do it one at a time. I'm gonna screenshot it. I'm gonna screen record it. I'm gonna let everybody see how how it's done. So I mean, I'm really really excited. I don't know who's gonna win. Somebody DM me.
1: Hey, bro. You. I don't know who's gonna win. I have no. <laughs> like, like, yo, just let it be me. Let it be but me. I, let me I get I to- you,
0: Somebody's gonna win. It's gonna be exciting.
1: All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Williams, senior. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And y'all know how I do it over here with Dakota Conduct. Y'all find me at the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. The show comes out normally every Tuesday. Y'all know I go live every Monday. And y'all already know, take care of each other, love each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive and test negative, and go Bills. Let's get it.